Hello and welcome to Babelfish, the podcast for non-believers. Humanists, three thinkers and atheists tell me their life stories. They share their challenges and the work they do for humanism and human rights. You can support Babelfish by donating money through tenet.dk. You'll find the link in the podcast description. It's up to you how much money you want to donate. It's your choice and I'll be grateful for any donations. Thank you. Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I'm now in Botswana. I've just been in Malawi, but now I'm in Botswana. I'm talking to Odi, or you have another name, but I wouldn't dare pronounce it. So maybe you can present yourself. Yes, my name is Odiri Lelethasani. Yeah, right here in Kaburu, Botswana. Yeah. And... um, um, what do you do for a living? I'm currently working for the Water Utilities Corporation in Botswana. Um, we are responsible for water okay. all over the country. Yeah. Most potable water and wastewater. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I'm in the IS section of the corporation, but I'm an accountant mm. by training. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And um, how did you become a humanist? Um, I think to explicitly say it, I think sometime when I was doing my, I think second year at university, it just dawned on me that maybe this beliefs. I think I studied a lot about religion in my spare time Mm. from Rastafarian Christianity at one time I was a Muslim I think that was when you tried different beliefs yes okay to find your own yes okay I think as a young boy I used to go to church um, until maybe I was doing studying my high school, then I thought, no, I don't belong here. And that was a what Protestant church? Um, it was this Pentecostal church. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think that the turning point really was sometimes you sit back and you realize that maybe your family or the people you are living with. Some are doing traditional medicine, traditional doctors. Mm -hmm. They're all chasing prosperity. Then you see, I lived with maybe my grandfather who occasionally take one ahead of cattle, maybe give to one traditional doctor to say, you know, my cattle are dying. Yeah. And then you realize, because you went to school, you realize that this is just a mere drought. Mm. Yeah. So people are combining Christianity with traditional beliefs also? With tradition, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that is prevalent combination of... I think even our hospitals, they know now that you are lying in a hospital bed, somebody will bring you some concoction to drink. Okay. On Sundays, some people will come to pray for you. Mm-hmm. Traditional weddings, there will always be 
a traditional doctor who makes sure that nobody gets sick out of eating all those food. Okay, that's kind of interesting that it's a mix. It's yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite a mix. Yeah, and like I always see, it's always I think a conflict between the traditional beliefs mm. versus um religious beliefs mm. um it's I, I think there's always a that conflict between beliefs different mm. kind of beliefs yeah. where we have those who think maybe you can do your wedding ceremony without involving a traditional doctor mm. and the same people will be asking that you have a pastor yeah to 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 maybe give a prayer or pray for the food while in effect they know that there was a traditional doctor mm. who performed some ritual before the food was cooked or before the cattle were slaughtered okay so this these are the kind of things i looked at and thought one of them mm. is cannot I, I thought maybe there's some something we are not getting right yeah it couldn't be both it that, couldn't yeah. be both right okay um i think when i was doing my high school i had a teacher who was a muslim tried to convert us mm-hmm. he oh he tried to convert you yes okay. he was an amazing teacher yeah Unfortunately, I think the time we had with him was not quite some. It was not quite some good length of time to mm. for him to have taught us about Islam. Okay. But I took it upon myself that I learn about Islam. I thought Islam was good. Then I went to the mosque when I was doing my first year of university mm-hmm. because now I was in the city. Yeah. I grew up in the village where there was no mosque. Ah, so you didn't know about Islam? I didn't know about Islam. But when I got to university, the mosque was just across the street. I could just walk there. Mm. Someday I just decided, let me walk to the mosque. So you decided to try it out? Yes. (laughs) I tried it out for a couple of months. Yeah. They even gave me an Islamic name. They called me Bilal. Bilal? Bilal, yeah. yes. Okay, yeah, I heard that name before. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they say Bilal is one who prays or who leads in prayer. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. But it was only for a couple of months and then you left? Yeah, it was only for a couple of months I left. I didn't leave because of anything bad I heard about Islam. I left on my own account. Mm. Because I thought, oh no, you don't fit in Christianity. Yeah, okay. Islam. Yeah. Because I was in university, I could read. Okay, there was Hinduism. Mm. There was there are other vast religious beliefs there <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Oh, I thought no. Mm. Yeah, that's when I started. Maybe ah. Uh, I should stop believing in anything, be myself. <laughs> okay, yeah. And I, I think I think the turning point really was the traditional belief, believe in traditional doctors. 
Because at one point, I had a car accident. My father asked me, did you insure your car? Yeah. I said to him, yes, insured. Mm. He said, no, I'm not talking about that kind of insurance. Okay. <laughs> I asked him, what insurance are you talking about? And then he took me to some traditional doctor to see let's ensure the car now that is fixed okay so he wanted the he wanted the doctor yeah he wanted the doctor to perform some rituals okay to make sure that it won't happen again yes ah. i didn't agree with him i tried to reason with him that no i think i i had taken a few hmm. drinks more than i should have okay <laughs> so I, that's the reason yes yeah oh, okay I think I took responsibility for my actions yeah. to say no, I was drunk. Mm. Yeah. If I was sober, the sex didn't have happened. Tried reasoning with me that, you know, people are jealous and stuff. I said no. So he thought that someone put a curse on you? Somebody put a curse on me. Oh, okay. And that yes. was why you had the accident? Yes. Yeah, okay. It was my turning point, so I decided none of this beliefs make sense mm. i thought we should live our lives in a way that we take responsibility for our actions mm. did you get any did you read any books or get any information about uh, non-belief at the university uh, not really um i didn't get any books but I read a couple of columns on newspapers. Some of the guys who wrote those columns, I read columns from people who some of them now have embraced, I don't know whether embraced Christianity mm. again okay. or they are believers again. I think one person who stands out was the current leader of opposition. Mr. Dumaboko. Okay, he's openly non-believer or? He used to openly be non-believer. Be. Okay. Yeah. He would write in a weekly column ah, about belief, yeah. Yeah. about believing God, about how there is no God. Okay, but he's back as a believer or is it because? I, th I think he's a politician. <laughs> yeah, it sounds a bit like the United States where you can't be a, become a president unless you are a Christian. Nobody. Uh, Alright, I'm into politics myself. Mm. People tell me all the time that you can't be saying there's no God and think somebody will vote for you. Yeah. Okay, so that's a challenge. Yes, yeah. I think that's a challenge. Yeah. So... I read his columns and then I thought oh, I, I I then discovered so somebody who is a non-believer can be called atheist. That's mm. when I started researching. Okay. Yeah. What is atheism all about? Mm. Yeah. Yes. On the internet. On the internet. Yeah. Then I could buy books. Mm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I I I carried out research on the internet. Mm. 
Yes. And how did you come into contact with other humanists here in Botswana? I think basically it was through social media, yeah. through Facebook. I think here in Botswana we tried starting the humanist um, organization here. Um, I think it's been a few years we have not successfully, we have not succeeded in registering. No, because you're not registered yet. We are not, re- yeah. we are not registered yet. Okay. Um, we are not registered okay. yet because I think even the the government, when you go to their offices and tell them that you are registering this organization or this society of non-believers, mm. you are looked at as if an, like an outcast. Okay. What it's clear you're talking about. Yeah no believe in God, but you think you can do good. Mm. So there's a resistance within the government for you to, to register? Or is that the primary challenge you have? Maybe maybe the fear. Okay. Because even, you know, I've had labels mm. thrown at me, like people calling me, you are a satanist. Yeah. You believe in Satan, and I think if it is driven fear, yeah. some of my friends, some of my relatives, they've, I think they they got scared. Okay, and it's the same with the just, officials. Just hearing, yeah. that just hearing that, okay, this he doesn't believe there's God. Mm. Yes, even government officials. Okay, but but. Uh, don't you have a right to organize no, according con- to uh, your constitution? Our constitution makes it very clear that we have a right okay. to organize, yeah. a right to consensus, mm. a right to liberty. Yeah, it's based on human rights. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But And still there's a resistance. But as much as you have that right, sometimes they make it difficult to yeah. register. I think... Last year, the um, was this same same sex mm. organization. Yeah, they had to go to court. The government opposed their registration. Okay, they had to go to the highest court, and then they to demand yeah, and to then be they, registered yeah, and as then, an organization. Yeah, exactly, and then they, they got registered. They got registered, okay. but they are still not free. No, you understand? Yeah, exactly. Gay marriages are not allowed. No. No, it's a uh, it's early early days for uh, yes. for same sex marriages. And, yes. Uh, yeah. So people will shun you just for identifying yourself. Yeah. As gay. Yeah. As an atheist. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I think sometimes we are just lucky we have friends who have seen that, okay, Odi is a good person, mm. even as he identifies himself Dis- as, as dis- yeah, Almost despite the fact that Dis- he's yes. nice. Yeah, exactly. But do we have people who will maybe be friends on with you on Facebook. Mm. The moment you say something negative mm. or something they think negative about their belief. Mm. Uh, maybe they they block you mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. Or they unfriend you on social media. Mm. And they'll tell somebody that I didn't know that this guy is, is a satanist. Yeah. So that's a... You're, they think you're a satanist. Yes. Okay. But to my friends, I can jokingly say yes, I'm a satanist. <laughs> they know that you don't mean it. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. know I don't mean yeah. it. Yeah, and how about your family? My family, I think... My cousins, they interact with me on social media. Okay, I so they know. My, my mm. sister knows, my brother knows. Mm. But I think my mother just can't bring herself to believe in that I said there's no God or I mm. said there's no evidence that mm. there's God. Of course, occasionally I'll take her to church, yeah. drive her to church. Okay, yeah. yeah like I said, there's a challenge that maybe um, you'll be an atheist, your mother will be a firm believer, mm. will be one of the elders at church, yeah. and they'll want you to drive them to church. Yeah. Occasionally they'll have their um, church mates visiting at your home. They'll want you to come and have a prayer with them. Yeah. You understand? Yes, and you do that just to yeah, keep a good you just relationship. To, yeah. yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think that's the, the challenge you're having, yeah. Okay. What about in public life and relating to career and having a business? Are there any challenges? I, I think there are still challenges because I think people stereotype mm. yeah um even if they don't tell you in so many ways but you can see behavior okay yeah uh, at work um sometimes they'll see maybe in the office there'll be monthly prayers for hiv aids okay in the office yeah in the office there are morning prayers in public hospitals before you start work. Every day? In some hospitals and some clinics, it's done religiously every day, half seven. There will be a preacher. Okay. So you start your working day with a prayer so, everywhere? Yes. Yeah. So patients will be lined up waiting to see a doctor. Mm -hmm. But there will be a priest waiting to preach, waiting to pray for them. Okay. And hospitals will start at 7.30. Yeah. That's the official opening time. But maybe for 30 minutes, for 45 minutes, you'll have to save their way. Because they pray? Listening to, listening to the preacher. Okay. That's yes. many hours spent on praying. Many hours. Yeah. Takes period. You know, I, I think sometimes I say that those are many hours spent, but sometimes mm. it's funds being spent on prayer. Yeah. Because the government occasionally organizes um, prayer sessions, national prayer sessions. National prayer sessions? Yes. Okay. I think... So uh, what happens then? A few years back, our dem. Yeah, and Havron almost went dry. Yeah. 
occasionally the government would organize a national prayer. I remember at the dam, mm. they'll have tens government officials coming there to pray all churches and they'll be using state vehicles to ferry people to and providing food okay. using taxpayer funds. Yeah. That's interesting. Independence celebrations. Yeah. 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 You'll have a day reserved. Okay. For all denominations to. Yeah. yeah. For all denominations to come and pray. Yeah. Wow. I've never heard about that before in any other country. <laughs> Sundays, you go to our um, hospitals churches come to hospitals mm. and sometimes the nursing staff or the doctors will reserve time mm. so that churches can do their rituals or pray for okay. yes how about is it the same in schools it's the same in schools okay. <coughs> it's the same in schools because um Um, in schools, I think in Bozana we have what we call scripture unions. Yeah. I think they are getting subvention from government directly or indirectly mm -hmm. in that they are using government facilities. Okay. In that sometimes they are getting government support in terms of transportation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And what are children taught in school? Is that Christianity or all religions or? I think the prevalent religion here is Christianity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The prevalent religion is Christianity. I think I grew up from my primary school up to <coughs> high school. Mm -hmm. We'll pray the yeah. first. We'll assemble the first thing before school starts. Every day. To sing hymns and then pray. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Of course, it's. I think it's, there's a bit of a change. Mm, okay. We used to have religious education. It was not religious education, it was Christian education. Mm. Where you are taught the Bible, you are not taught the Quran, you are not taught anything the else. Torah no, no religious education was about the Bible yeah I think nowadays it's called moral education okay so it's broader than not it's see. not broader okay <laughs> they're calling it moral education I think now it's being taught by people who have done theology okay and some of them have done counseling okay so it's still, it's still pretty much religious. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty much Christian education. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> okay. So and what? Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. You were saying. Society in general, like weddings, mm. the proceedings are mainly conducted using maybe. Christian traditions. Yeah. Okay. It's not uncommon to be asked who's going to maybe facilitate your your funeral. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Have you seen some changes? You're part of the young generation. Do you think there will be changes? I don't think there will be changes anytime soon unless the humanists, there's a humanist society in Botswana mm-hmm. that can do proper advocacy. Yeah. I think we should be prepared to, if it takes the court route, to go to court and say to, to these people that we can't be using mm. official government business yeah. to run religious rituals. Yeah. Because, like, I can promise you, they won't allow anybody to say, no, I'm a Muslim, I want to run some <laughs> education no. classes and some schools. Yeah. yeah. The parents will not allow it. No. Yes. Okay. So how did you find... Uh, uh, how did you find the other humanists? Because you said you were... The humanist organization is not registered yet. How did you find Dean and the others? Uh, it's just through interaction on social okay. media. Uh, maybe I'll be posting about... Um, trying to indicate people yeah. somebody will pick my post some will refer me to oh I saw Dean talking about this did you read Dean's post okay. so you get to you got to know each we other we got to know yeah. each other yeah. through social media Yeah. and how are you mm-hmm. organized now you, you're not an organization but you are a group we are just a group of friends okay. for now yeah just a group of friends for now. Yeah, from all over the country, or primarily here in Gabon. I'll say we have friends who are outside town, okay. but primarily we are in Gabon because I've not seen us go outside Gabon to say we are going to have a meeting or we are going to have function. Hmm. Um, normally we'll meet maybe on a Friday or on a day like this and say no, let's for a few drinks okay just social occasions yeah to create some sorts of community yeah. so yeah not a formal kind of setup no where we can say we are coming up with a strategy <laughs> yeah 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 because i guess that would be the next step to formally organize and then yes. come up with a plan for what to do what what would you like to or what do you think would be the first steps I think the first step here will be us registering with the Register of Societies mm-hmm. and to have a committee that will, that is functional. Yeah. I think that's very important. I think back um, a few years back we had um, a certain lady, Magdalena. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing the name correctly. Okay. I think she was running some projects with um, <coughs> um I think some youth yeah okay. um, without families, without shelter, without she would go and give them some food, yeah. make sure they they are fed, make sure they are clean and so she did some charity work she did yeah. some charity work, yeah. so I think. If you can start showing people that we are non-believers and good, but <laughs> yeah, we are non-believers mm. and we are good. Yeah, I think that's when 
they can start recognizing that okay so they are athletes and they are not satanists yeah yeah because mm. you need to turn the public opinion from the you know stigmatizing you as satanist to yes. to <laughs> say these are the same good people that we are i get people shocked mm. sometimes when i see to them that you know even satanists have freedom <laughs> yeah that's true to believe whatever they believe yeah. in yeah and if they, it's for them it's worshiping let them mm. as long as they are not harming anybody as long as they are not harming anything and it's by their by their own choice yes yeah i think maybe if even if you read in the newspapers you know sometimes i see these are naughty school kids mm. sometimes they claim to be possessed by evil spirits and then mm. they'll run their teachers scared because they'll claim hey i'm satanist i'll drink your blood you understand yeah and that's when they call preachers to the school and to say and i think that's when the church comes in yeah. to really say let's help you run the school let's rid the school of satanism <laughs> okay yes yeah so people are really superstitious also people are superstitious yeah. so mm. if i'm going to go outside to see i'm satanist they would believe I'll it drink your blood yeah they would believe it Yes, because we are getting people even giving testimonies, and uh, because most of these are Pentecostal churches are have free to air channels, mm. so people are giving testimonies to say I'm satanist, I kill mm. people, I drink their blood. Okay. So I always ask. Mm. So. Is this person saying they murdered somebody mm. and they drank their blood? Do we have anybody reported missing? Yeah. Or anybody <laughs> claim that they can kill people? Mm. Can, you understand? Yeah. Some will claim they caused car accidents. Yeah. So that they drink people's blood. It's just absurdities. Yeah, it is. It is. Yes. So the f- so that you think there's a long way it will take a long time for people to change their mind about you <clears throat> i think here it will take time yeah. because even funerals if you go to if you attend any funeral you see that what's it mean there is what people perceive to be christian traditions yeah okay yes yeah yeah it's uh, i think in all cemeteries you will see um there's some form of a cross on mm. the cemeteries or yeah on the burial sites so yeah exactly yes <coughs> so but you think the first steps for you as when you become an organization would be to try and change people's perceptions of humanists and non-believers yes before you can do anything else yes and yeah. and to say to our leaders there's nothing wrong yeah in identifying yourself as an unbeliever yeah all you have to do is show people that you are a good person mm. that you can yeah. do good exactly and do you think yes. there are many non-believers here i think there are many yeah but they're afraid to come out oh, there are many even those who come out sometimes they don't come out clearly to see we are mm. they don't come out clearly to see we are non-believers 
because I heard in one of from one of the elders saying our first president was an unbeliever. Okay. And he actually, I think, I don't remember the ways written on his tombstone, but there are ways to the effect that um, <clears throat> yeah, I think it just escaped me, but it's it's about believing in yourself, believing in humanity. The words okay. inscribed and not, and not on his in tomb God. and not believing oh, okay. in anything yeah. external or yeah. yeah. So there might be some signs from people, yeah. even though they don't publicly yeah. declare their non-believers. Yes. Yeah. Because sometimes I tell people that maybe <coughs> we are seeing we are a Christian nation because we have allowed Christian views mm. to override all other views. Yeah. But a majority of us don't go to church. Mm. Okay. A majority of us don't go to church. But the majority of us will listen to gospel. Yeah. We'll sing gospel hymns. Yeah. It doesn't make me a Christian, does it? No. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Uh, thank you for talking to us. It was nice to get some insights to Botswana. Mm. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm producing this podcast at my own expense. This means I'll be forever grateful for any donations through turner.dk. If you want to be a sponsor of the podcast, please contact me. Thank you for listening. You'll also find Babelfish on Facebook. You can find me on my blog and on Instagram. Follow the links in the episode description. Until next time, be a happy human.